You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Gather ye trotters, the time has come. Our hallowed weekly ritual has now begun. 100 episodes we celebrate this week. Download them if it be knowledge that ye seek. Jokes, um, actually, they have plenty of those too. Oh, and at least a couple of facts about poo. Boosting brains by being bodacious best buddies. Booing hoity-toity trivia fuddy-duddies. Robotic tunes by Elvis sung in monotone. A quiz where every band name shares a homophone. I highly recommend this brain food emporium. Not, though, that you sample fresh-sourced castorium. Congratulations, Colin, Dana, Chris, and Karen, on 100 episodes from Perth, Western Australia. Nifty, nice, and uh, knowledgeable knights and ninjas. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 100, and Ah. of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your happy house of hunks and honeys, owning (laughs) hearty handiness. Uh, I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. 100! Yay! Amazing! Ridiculous! This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create professional websites, blogs, portfolios, uh, or online stores. Avid listeners know that I run marathons or races a lot in Disney World and in Disneyland. And uh, what you guys might not know is that I actually dress up uh, as characters and (laughs) I make costumes and I run marathons in them. So actually over the weekend, I decided finally after years and years of doing this, I was like, you know what? I need to have a dedicated website for all of my costumes (laughs) and pictures and how-tos and all that stuff. Um, So I made one with Squarespace and it took me like two hours. So now I have an awesome website that shows all my crazy costumes. And I'm very surprised because Squarespace (laughs) makes it, uh, you can also get your domain name too Uh in one package. I cannot believe someone has not claimed MyRunningCostumes.com. Oh. (laughs) Because someone took racing costume, running costume, like Mm -hmm. different permutations, but I was like, my running costume. So I was like, oh, it's open. I was like, yes, I'm going to get it. Right. So that is my running costume site that I used uh, Squarespace to make. And now for a free trial, a 14-day trial, they've extended it. It's no longer seven days. Now it's 14 days. And 10% off your first purchase on new accounts. Go to squarespace.com and use the offer code GOODJOBBRAIN. So everybody, episode... 100 and our anniversary two-year anniversary yeah Yeah. double whammy all in one Mm. exactly on this air date two years ago we debuted the first episode of good job brain and we had no idea no idea where it was gonna take us uh we had no idea what we were doing i had no idea what was gonna happen i had the over under at four episodes yeah Yeah. so we lost a lot of money i really i shouldn't have taken the under (laughs) and of course not to stray too far from tradition Today is also our all-quiz bonanza, and every fifth episode we have a general quiz show where we don't really have a particular theme, and we all prepare different quizzes on different topics and puzzles for each other and for you guys, listeners. And for a while, especially for this episode, I was kind of stuck on what special thing we can do for episode 100. Um, I think we talked about 
maybe a live show, maybe a call-in. Mm-hmm. It was just, it got really complicated. I th- yeah, the, the Hollywood Bowl was booked for <laughs> yeah. today, as it, as it turns out. I think we decided that the best way to celebrate our birthday is to celebrate our listeners. And I feel like it's a milestone, not for the four of us, but for everybody. You know, whether if you listen to us since day one or you just found the show like a couple days ago, um, I like to think that we're all in this together and we're all on one big trivia team and we definitely wouldn't have gotten uh, where we are now without your support. So remember how we've been calling for audio submissions in past episodes uh, from listeners? So sprinkled throughout today's show, we're going to feature some of these audio clips and birthday messages that our listeners have recorded and sent us. We will also be answering listener questions and share some behind the scenes facts so get ready (laughs) yeah we really we really enjoyed listening uh to all the messages that everybody sent in thank you for sending us so many birthday wishes um and we do we just want to share a few you know with you guys all right without further ado let's jump into our first general trivia segment pop quiz hot shot and here i have a random trivial pursuit card and you guys have your barnyard buzzers here we go blue wedge for geography what state flag shows a woman stepping on a fallen man? Oh, interesting! Holy cow. State flag. Uh, um, Colin. I'll I'll guess New York. Incorrect. Uh, there is a hint. I think oh. I, I have a good hint. Um, it's kind of the imagery is tied with the state motto. <laughs> okay. That helps. Stepping on men since eighteen twenty two. I don't know. Virginia, Vermont, one of the Virginia. Virginia. Oh, okay. Virginia. That's like a lady's name. Could have been oh, Florida. Ah, Maybe that's yeah. her. The woman is virtue and mm-hmm. the man is a tyrant. Ah, and there's, okay. their state motto is Stepping on your balls. <laughs> Virginia. Yeah. That's right. Feel the burn. Virginia. It's not for tyrants. <laughs> All right, pink wedge for pop culture. (laughs) Name two of the four main characters on TV's Golden Girls. Uh, uh, Okay, Okay, let's go around the room. Okay. All right, Chris. Uh, Blanche. Rose. Sophia. And then Dorothy. 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 Do we all know their last names? Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Uh, Sophia Petrello, is it? Uh, Yes. Uh, Rose Nyland. Yes. Uh, Blanche Blanche Devereaux, right? Yeah. And, and then Dorothy... Dorothy's Bornak. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's right. That's right. Wow. I watched that show for real. Holy really... cow. Good job. Yeah. Wow, Dana. <laughs> All right. Yellow Wedge. Now I feel embarrassed. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's good trivia fodder. Yeah. All right. Yellow Wedge. What two nations fought the Falklands War in 1982? Yeah. And it's for the islands, the mm-hmm. Falkland Islands. I believe that was Argentina ding, and ding, ding. the UK. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Wow, hey. Great. All right, Purple Wedge. What Andrew Lloyd Webber rock musical is performed on roller skates? <laughs> wow, Dana buzzed in first. Uh-oh. Is it the Midnight Express? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, incorrect. The one with the trains. Isn't it? I, I can't think of it. Is, what, it, really? is it Starlight Express? Starlight yes. Express. Yes. Okay. Right. Lots of neon and uh, roller skates. It was. And... Pre- it's pretty cool. There's supposed to be trains. Like each yeah. person is a car. 
of a train. So there's like okay, the this, diner. This is getting stupider. The diner, there's like Rusty is like the steam powered train. And uh-huh. There's an electrical one, uh-huh. and there's like a a dining car train. Uh-huh. It's kind of like proto cars, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it right. Is, it right, is. right, right. And they're in roller skates. It's not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, green wedge for science. What is both a poisonous element and the on-screen companion to old lace? Oh. Uh, Dana. Arsenic. Yes, arsenic. Yes. The 1944 movie Arsenic and Old Lace starred Cary Grant. <laughs> Last question, Orange Wedge. What baseball feat is sometimes referred to as a jack, dinger, or tater? <laughs> Colin. That hitting a home run. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh I see. I see. Okay. Also, uh, there's a, more information oh, on the more? card. Yeah. One might also slug a four-bagger or go-yard. <laughs> a four-bagger. I love what? the enthusiasm with which you delivered that. Yeah. Tater. Oh, tater. <laughs> I wonder why it's called t- like home fries. Whoa. No, I'm no. just making it up. I'm just no. making it up. It's not even. Bad trivia. I was like, no points? Cause, well, yeah. a four-bagger makes sense. Yeah. yeah. A dinger makes sense. Yeah. What's dinger? Like, you know, ringing a bell. A humdinger. Or, yeah, a humdinger. humdinger. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, yeah but... Tater. 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 It's just fun to say. I love how it's on this Trivial Pursuit card in the present tense. And I'm, I'm sure the last time someone ever said <laughs> yeah, it. was like 100 yeah. years ago. Home run. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's start off. I have a couple of listener questions. Jonathan Morris asked us, mm-hmm. how was the fan meetup in Vegas? It was so it fun. Was amazing. So it was fun. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Was. We had people, like two families, drove up from Phoenix. Yep. 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 Um, which was, uh, I can't even yeah. believe it. People came from San Francisco. Yeah, There's a couple who lives, we're in, we're in my place right now. There's this couple who lives like a five minute walk yeah. away, I think, who came to Vegas yeah. to see us. We should do one in the Bay Area. Yeah. kind of bad. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it was like, of course. Of course, the people who would come to our fan meetup are really cool people who like <laughs> trivia. Like, people very easy to talk to, yeah. super nice. It was, it was fun. Yeah. We had d- listeners as young as 10, yeah. as old as 60s oh, yeah, exactly. or yep. higher. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. was, it was really awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of the Arizona contingent, uh, oh, yeah. Mama Arizona, Marsha, mm-hmm. asked us. who was at, who, She was at the meetup. Oh, she's she had a question? She Did a she question. call herself Mama Arizona <laughs> or was that your nickname? <laughs> <laughs> and she asked... Would you do another meet and greet? What's, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's our next uh, destination? The moon. <laughs> Wait, oh, Wait no. the next one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Michelle Carter asked, if money wasn't a factor, where would you love to do another oh. on location episode oh, wow. or meetup? If we had meet an unlimited up, yeah. budget, maybe like, unlimited go to, like budget. To find the oldest pub we could find. Oh, you know? okay. oh. Okay. Yeah, go to the oldest cool. pub in yeah. Britain. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. go to a real like yeah, like find like, some pub that's find yeah. an elephant in castle yeah, in five hundred years and right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That that's a good cool. idea. That's cool. Somewhere where there's a lot of trivia. We yeah. won't know their trivia probably because it is different culture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As we're reminded by people who listen in other countries. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's There's gonna be right. a lot of soccer yeah. questions that we get like, goose eggs. And they don't mm-hmm. call it soccer either. Probably. Also true. Again, it might be a little expensive to get out to the moon for the meetup, but. Yeah. If you're already going there, yeah, yeah might you know, as well. you can just add it in to your vacation hotspot. Yeah. I want to go to one of those underwater hotels. Remember what James Cameron, the movie Abyss? Yeah. Oh my god, that just made me not want to touch water for like okay. a really long time. Hmm. The hotel is not like what about Titanic? That underwater. Titanic is sort of an underwater hotel yeah. nowadays. Ooh, dark too, too soon. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too soon. <laughs> Please record your greeting. 
after the tone. Aloha, guys. My name is Jason Harder. I've been listening to you guys since since the very start, from Honolulu, Hawaii, to Portland, Oregon, Topeka, Kansas. Anywhere I go, I always take good job brain with me. Have a great day, guys. Aloha. Hello, my name is Madeline. I am six years old. The, my favorite podcast is when the bees ate the M&Ms and their honey turned different colors. Hi, good job, Brain. My name's Paul. I listen to you in Chichester in the United Kingdom, uh, usually on my way to work. I'm a primary school teacher, what you guys would call an elementary school teacher, and I love sharing your trivia with the children in my class and trying to pass it off as my own knowledge where I can. Although if it's really, really an awesome or disgusting fact, uh, I do credit you guys and encourage my students to listen when they can. All the best. Hi, good job, Brain. My name is Brittany, and I'm calling from San Diego. I listen to you guys pretty much every day on my way to work, and you guys always seem to keep me entertained, and thank you so much for just always having a bunch of cool, geeky, interesting facts about the world and whatnot. Seriously, you guys rock. Keep it up, and happy 100th episode. I have a quiz for you guys, all about 100. Wow! Speaking of the hey, number man. and anniversaries, uh, it seemed appropriate to put some of these together for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get you guys warmed up here with one that should be a little easy, even though it is a sports question. <laughs> this one seemed like a great one to throw in today. Uh-huh. As we sit here, Sunday, recording, uh, is the anniversary of one of the most revered records in professional sports. On March 2nd, 1962, this basketball legend set the record for most points in an NBA game, scoring 100 points on the nose. Who am I talking about? Chris. Is it Wilt Chamberlain? It is. Ah. Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, I thought that was just a nice happy coincidence. Happened to be today's anniversary. Did he have a nickname? Like he did, right? He had the Wilt the Stilt was one of okay. his nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Because he was tall, you see. Yes. And nicknames weren't as creative uh, back wow. then. How they think of that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to say that uh, 100 episodes later, I just got a sports question right. Yeah. Hey. Boom. High five. Celebrations uh. all around. Yeah. Uh, they did win that game, by the way. Oh, good. Yes, yes. Uh, 169 to 147. Okay, I have a uh, two-part question here for you guys. Uh, This is a money question. It seems like we've been getting a lot of money questions in pub quiz recently. Oh, yeah. So tell me. We'll start with the easy part first. Who is depicted on the front of the $100 bill? Oh. Chris, again. Is this the American $100 bill? (laughs) Yes, the United States $100 bill. Um, uh, That would be Mr. Benjamin Franklin. All about the Benjamins. Good stalling for time. (laughs) That would be Mr. Oh, these United States. Not not President Benjamin Franklin. Yes, not President Benjamin Franklin. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes, as you may know, the $100 bill is one of the only two U.S. notes that doesn't have a president Uh on the front. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is actually sort of a little Mm -hmm. bump. Bonus here. Do you guys know the other one? I'll bill. Bill. It is a bill. Quite. That's right. Bill. Um, Let's see. Okay. Uh, George Washington. I, it's like. Uh, I think I do know. It's, it's the 10. Who's on the 10? Oh, is it Hamilton? It is Hamilton. Yeah. Alexander oh, Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. 
But that actually was not the second part of my question. Oh, oh okay. here's the trickier part, but also related to being special. One B. What is unique about the building depicted on the reverse side of the one hundred dollar bill compared to all other buildings on the backs of U.S. bills? What? Is, I don't even know what building it is. Chris, it's not in America. Oh, you're in, you're you're, no. you're thinking in the right lines. Yeah. Is it is it a private residence versus a publicly owned the building? The back of the hundred dollar bill uh, is the only note that shows a building not in Washington D.C. Oh, oh. Okay. it is. What building? Uh, Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense for Benjamin. Oh, so. because he. Got oh, okay. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. They should change it to uh, Pat Steaks. Cheese steaks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gino's on one half. Pat's on the Pat's other. Pat's on the other. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You, end, you don't want to take sides. Yeah. To, yep. to end the argument once and for all. They're two people, two guys holding hands. <laughs> no, they're they're Brother holding cheesesteaks. They're, they're holding one. Yeah. And there's like an eagle, you know, clutching yeah. the cheesesteak. Yeah. yeah. So I came across this um, recently about, you know how most of the American bills got a redesign? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and the $1 bill is the one that didn't. Mm. And one of the reasons why, do you, can you guys guess why the $1 bill did not receive a redesign. Interesting. Mm. And it, it's really practical. Is there, there's, there's a reason? A oh, really? Yeah. Is it there's a lot of them? Well, there are <laughs> yeah. a lot of vending machines that only oh. take $1 oh. bills. And once you change it, you would have to update. Got it. And Every. You, you know, like yeah. current vending machines, maybe because it would be a software problem, mm-hmm. you know, but like there are a lot of old school right, vending machines right. that are still. Huh. Just candy bar machines across yeah. the entire country. Like all of them would have to be updated or just thrown away. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. And they're old. Yeah. They're super old. Right, right. Yeah, that makes Plus, sense. They don't, they don't really need a lot of security on the old, on the, on the single, yeah. on the one dollar bill. Nobody really trying to counterfeit yeah. those. Probably would cost you more than a dollar. Yeah, I'm sure it's not worth your time. One. Right. So, according to Box Office Mojo, the highest grossing movie of all time, as you guys may be aware, is Avatar, okay. with uh, mm-hmm. over $2 billion grossed worldwide. But I'm not interested in number ones. Ah. I'm interested in number 100s. Oh. So, you guys are going to have to tell Usually on me this show, it's number two. Yeah. What is the 100th highest grossing movie of all time with a little bit over $550 million? And I'll give you some hints. Yeah, please. I don't expect you to just plug it out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This was the highest grossing film of 1998. This was also the first movie where the cast was permitted to use real NASA spacesuits. Dana. Is it Armageddon? It is Armageddon. Wow. Yes. Uh, yeah, they, they, they kind of attributed NASA's willingness to go along with this to the success that Top Gun had. You know, Top Gun famously, oh, when it came out in the 80s, was the first movie that had that kind of access to actual, you know, fighter jets and aircraft Got carriers it. and involvement. So uh, they persuaded NASA to let them oh, use yeah. these, I mean, multi-million dollar spacesuits. Oh, they were sure. not just the first movie, but these were the first civilians, I guess, hmm. to ever, or non-NASA employees to ever wear the spacesuits. Huh. So they were doing it for PR reasons, you think, to get people excited about NASA yeah, again, in part, get some yeah, budget part, stuff. The plot to Top Gun is a lot more plausible than the plot to Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a fair yeah. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will, however, stick with movies for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AFI, uh, the American Film Institute, uh, you know they put out their 100 years, 100 movies list. Uh, yeah. They originally put it out in 98, and they've committed themselves to refreshing it every 10 years. Okay. Okay. So the most recent uh, revisiting was in 2007. So and it's, oh. it's not one movie a year, right? No. It's, it's just... 
100 movies. These 100 movies over this time span. Mm-hmm. So you have, as you can figure out, if they add new movies, that means some movies have to get kicked off. Got it. So, so after, within the last 100 years. So that's right. So it. when they did the 2007 edition, it was any movie released up through 2005 was eligible for inclusion. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So the question for you guys, buried underneath all of that, is this movie, based on a popular novel, is the only film from the 2000s on AFI's oh, 100 Years, 100 Movies list. Uh, what movie is this? Oh the novel did not come out in the 2000s. Oh, okay, but it's based on a novel. The movie came the movie out in the 2000s, out. 2000s based on a very, very, very popular very, book. Very, very popular book? Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, oh, okay. Lord of the Rings, Just The Fellowship the of the Rings. Okay. That's right, from 2001. Mm-hmm. sits uh, halfway, number 50 on the list. Wow. Okay. Tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bring it down. Which two countries were the primary combatants in the Hundred Years War. The Hundred Years War. I don't know. Did bring in Um, other countries as well, but these were the two big sides. England. Yes. Who does England tend to fight a lot? Yes, England and France. England and France. Uh, They brought in, you know, there were some other uh, powers sucked into the conflict, which was actually, strictly speaking, a series of conflicts and many battles and segments over the years. Did the war really last 100 years? It did, in fact, last over 100 years. Mm -hmm. If you count all of the various battles and little individual wars, it started in the 1330s and ended in the 1450s. 50s. Okay. 100 ish. Yes. Yes. The Edwardian Era War, the Caroline War, the Lancastrian War, and my favorite related war, the War of the Two Peters. (laughs) (laughs) I will leave that as an exercise to the listener to (laughs) research the War of the Two Peters. Is it just two guys? (laughs) Yeah, named Peter. Yeah. We will close it out as we started, with another sports anniversary question. Oh, yay. Yeah, bookends. This year marks the 100th anniversary of the Major League debut of baseball legend Babe Ruth. Imaginary points here. I'm really not keeping track. Candy bar. I would like you to tell me, what team did Babe Ruth make his Major League debut with, and what position did he originally play? (sighs) Jesus. Wow. (laughs) Colin. <laughs> Chris is on it. He's okay. feeling it. Go, do it. Please. Come on, he, slam it he, home. He uh, he was on the, the Boston Red Sox. Correct. Wow. Um, and he was right field. Mm. Shortstop. No, he no. no. He, he was, was a pitcher. He was originally. a pitcher originally. Yes, and a oh. dominant pitcher as well. He started off as a solid, solid, awesome pitcher who could also happen to hit, hit a few ball. home huh. runs. And okay. Of course, he later made his name as the home run hitter on the New York Yankees. But yeah, mm. Boston Red Sox right. as a pitcher. pitcher. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Half Chris. a tater. Yeah. 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 Two bagger. Yeah. He's been on both yeah. sides of the tater. Yeah, mm-hmm. as yeah. they say. Two in, bagger. In yeah, two bagger. Yeah. Two bagger. Yep. Yeah. For sure. All right, good job, guys. You acquitted yourselves well on the 100 quiz. Bookended by sports questions. Hello, Hello, folks folks at Good Job Job Brain. Brain. I'm Frank. And I'm Cheska. And we're we're coming coming to you from sunny Manila, Manila, Philippines. Philippines. We've been listening to the podcast for the past year now. In fact, we're right in the middle of episode 96. And we can't wait for episode number 100. We just wanted to take some time to thank you for all the fun facts. The learning and the laughs you've given us over almost 100 episodes. And we hope you guys continue to make 100 more. Advanced, Advanced happy, happy two, two years, years, good job, job brain. More, more power, power to you. Hi, good job brainers. I got a um, alliteration for you, and this is Sarah 
from Washington. Here it is. Einstein's energetic elliptic elephants ate eight eggplants while watching an episode of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I hope you like it, and I will definitely be watching. I'm not watching, listening to that 100th episode probably many times. Hey, good job, Brain. Happy 100th show and to your anniversary. I wanted to let you know that I feel that I have a kinship anniversary with you. Uh, in October of 2011, I was attacked and sustained a traumatic brain injury. Being able to interpret and understand sound and speech is one of the many issues that brain injury survivors have to battle. And my occupational therapist suggested that I start listening to podcasts. And Good Job Brain uh, was the first one that I started with. It was only in its first few episodes at the time. And I started from the beginning and have been with you guys every week since. And I can't thank you enough for volunteering your time together and creating this wonderful podcast for all of us fans you look forward to every week. And to let you know that you are literally making my brain better with each show. Um, so I would suggest maybe as a brain injury survivor, you guys do a show on uh, the different parts of the brain and how they work and all of the wonderful factoids that you guys come up with. So big fan of the show and uh, thank you uh, for being in my life every week. So congratulations. Um, this is Trish from St. Louis, Missouri. So speaking of 100, I have a couple more listener questions here. This one is from Brandy Black, and she asked, out of 100 episodes, which ones were your personal favorites? <laughs> oh, man. I can't even. I don't know. I don't remember anything we did. <laughs> we did a lot. You know yeah. what? I, I like our plants and animals episodes. Mm-hmm. Like we, we've, done a, we've done a couple of those, I think. Those, they all kind of merge together in my mind. Plants was yeah. good. Because we, plants, we had the, the nightshade poisoning. And yeah. then we also had the... The, the corpse flower, and we had the reindeer drug pee. Yeah, there was yeah. some good stuff in there. That yeah, was, yeah that, that was a weird one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like our all quiz ones the best, I think. It's kind of fun to just play games the whole you gotta hour. Be, uh, yeah. You gotta be on the ball the whole time, too. Yeah. You can't just let somebody else you know pick it up and run with it, because no. you gotta be thinking. That's I right. really enjoyed watching you guys eat that disgusting candy. <laughs> oh, like, I, I laughed till I candy. cried. It was really <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. That stuff was... We cried. I just yeah. cried. That was good. Yeah. 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 And Max Winners asked, if you were to compare episode 1 with mm-hmm. episode 100, what would you say has changed the most? Well, we, we know how to start talking about something and how to finish talking about something. We know naturally when something's over so we can move on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah we found our flow. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I think the the production quality is what's changed the most. Like, we didn't have pop filters on the mics originally. We have we buzzers. Were, we didn't have the buzzers. Oh, true. We were, yep. like, yep. Kind of doing a it at answer. Berkeley Jazz School like fools. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was loud in there. I think having good feedback from listeners uh, throughout the weeks actually does help us kind of smooth out the process as well. Knowing what works, what doesn't work. And we're still experimenting, so yep. here's to the future. So 
I have a quiz for you guys. It's called Ya Burnt, the classic literature version. <laughs> ya Burnt? Ya Burnt. So I went through Amazon and I found one star reviews of classic works of oh, literature. And, nice. and so I, I'll read a snippet of somebody's one star review of a work and you, you try to figure out what it is, okay. what book it is. All right. Oh All right. my God. Are these like joke reviews or they're serious? Oh no, I think they're sincere. A lot of them talk about having to read it in high school. Like they were huh. working on a paper okay. and they're just like mm. They needed to vent somehow. They needed to vent. And I, you know what, I don't necessarily agree with these. Like I think some of the, I've read most of these already and I was like I, I liked it okay or there were I really liked some of them. But uh these All people right. did not. They did okay. not like oh, it. Fine. Oh my god. Alright, guess the book by its one star Amazon review. Yes. Alright. I so hated this book that I found myself hoping the entire Jode family would get mowed down <laughs> by a Zephyr hurtling down the highway so they'd be put out of their misery. Unfortunately, Death Race 2000 wouldn't get made for another 36 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Grapes of Wrath? Yes. Yes. yes by John Steinbeck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. The fatal flaw in this piece of literature is its inability to stay relevant. Postmodern society does not really care about baby daddies and the revelation which is made at the end and the beginning of this novel is reproduced daily on morning television a la Mori. Unfortunately, Nathaniel Hawthorne, you are the father of this literary disaster. <laughs> uh, that the Scarlet, Scarlet Letter. Letter. Yes. Wow. <laughs> sassy. I know. I was like, burn. <laughs> and then Personally, I would have rather been trapped on a deserted island for a couple of decades with a wreck of a ship than read this classic again. <laughs> uh, Karen. Robinson Crusoe. Yes, Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe. This one's uh, subtitle is, or title is, Great American Novel, You Are Not. <laughs> and it was like, snap, snap. Like, yeah, and then it goes, this book does an okay job of portraying that rich post-World War I, 1920s era apathy generation. But the problem with portraying apathy is that your readers are going to be apathetic. <laughs> Chris. Is this The Great Gatsby? The Great Gatsby. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. All right. So I was looking around. I was like, you know, these are sassy. I bet book reviewers were also pretty harsh on some of these classics oh, when they first came oh, out. Contemporaneous oh, like accounts. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. sure. So yep. here are – I'll just do three from critics who critiqued these books when they first came out oh, and, wow. and were very sassy, <laughs> and let's say. <laughs> it's undeniably news in the world of books. Unfortunately, it's bad news. There are two equally serious reasons why it isn't worth any adult reader's attention. The first is that it's dull, dull, dull in a pretentious and archly fatuous fashion. The second is that it is repulsive. So both dull and repulsive. Dull That's their and repulsive. Repulsive. And I'll give you a little hint. This was in the New York Times in 1958. 1958. Wow. No. Chris. Is it a Clockwork Orange? No. Huh. It's Lolita. Oh! By Vladimir wow. Nabokov. Yeah. Mm. Appears to have been written by a perverted lunatic who has made a specialty of the literature of the latrine. There are whole chapters in it without any punctuation or other guides to what the writer is really getting at. Two-thirds of it is incoherent, and the passages that are plainly written are devoid of wit, displaying only a coarse or celacrity intended for humor. Chris. Is it Cat's Cradle? No. Uh -oh. This is 1922. Oh, Ulysses? Ulysses. Ulysses. Yeah! James Joyce. A whole sections yeah. without punctuation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, last one. 
This book, though, it's too long, gets kind of monotonous, and he should have cut out a lot about these jerks and all that crummy school. This is an official book yeah, review? They depress me. And this is from the New York Times in 1951. Is this Catcher in the Rye? Yes, this is Catcher in the Rye. Wow. J.D. Salinger. Kind of mocking the style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, I see. I was like, it sounds so casual on yeah. New York Times. Uh, it seems like you can't have it both ways. If you're going to diss the book, you can't appropriate its style to <laughs> yeah, do so. Right. He's just mocking it. Yeah. Dull, dull, dull. <laughs> yeah. Two snaps. <laughs> it's like uh, the old In Living Color sketch, Men on Films, right. but yeah. like Men yeah. on Books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Blaine. It's, oh, geez. Blaine Edwards and Anton Merriweather. That sounds oh, right. That does sound Blaine right. Blaine Edwards, yes. And Antoine, Antoine Merriweather. Wow. Nice, Chris. Nicely pulled out. Brain hanging on to that snaps one. snaps around the world and <laughs> in a V formation. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. man. All right. Uh, <laughs> awesome. That was, that was a great segment. Happy birthday. Good job, Brain. This is Josh. Esther. Beck. Tom. Joe. Aiden. Owen. Lauren. And Alfie. <laughs> We've just finished our own trivia night at home with our new baby Alfie because we can't go to the pub anymore because he screams too much. But we had a great time. <laughs> Happy birthday. Good job, Brain. It's Alina from Texas. I like to listen to my good job, Brain, when I'm in ceramics class on the pottery wheel. With my headphones in, I randomly break out into laughter and people look at me and I might be crazy. I also listen to it on my long commute and I'm happy to say that this weekend I went on a road trip with my boyfriend and now he listens to Good Job Brain. Love you guys! Happy New Year to everyone at Good Job Brain. My name is George and I live at Hayuya, Puerto Rico and I just wanted to say to you guys to keep up the good work because you guys are awesome. I love your show, your facts, your quizzes, everything you guys do. You guys are awesome. Hey, my name is Brock. I'm from Eddyville, Kentucky and I listen to you guys on my commute to work. I have about a 40 minute drive to Hopkinsville Middle School uh, where I'm an art teacher. So you guys make the mornings a lot better. You guys are awesome. I'd share you with all my friends. and got my sister addicted to the podcast. So keep up the great work. So my turn, and I have a word quiz. Word puzzles usually are very popular with all of us and all our listeners. And this one is inspired by uh, our Facebook fan, Raul. Do you guys know what an emordnilap is? Sounds... Palindrome spelled backwards. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Okay. Good. yeah. Immordinal. It sounded okay. like mixed up letters. Yeah. Yeah. Immordinalap. Okay. And immordinalap. That's so hard to say. <laughs> uh, words are words that, if you reverse spell them, it spells out a valid word, but it's oh, not okay. the same okay. word. Oh, okay. Like, okay. A palindrome is mom and mom. Backwards, mm-hmm. forwards, mm-hmm. it's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But say immordinalap word is like. You know, loop and pool. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here in my quiz, the format is I'm going to give you guys clues. They're kind of like crossword puzzle, you know, kind of clues. And the answer will be a pair of oh, emornilap okay. words. Okay. Sure. All right. Wow. All right. Interesting. Let's go with a, a short, easy one. So, for example, Egyptian deity Anubis can be described as this. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, a dog and god. Yeah. Yes, dog yeah. God. he's a dog god. Okay, yeah. All right, there we go. So that's okay. the flavor oh, of the right. quiz. Okay. Right. A boring old timey poet. 
Drab Bard. Yes! Oh, nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good, good. This is beer fit for kings and royalty. Oh. Chris. Yeah. Regal Lager. Nice. Yeah! Oh, nice. I would drink some Regal Lager. Yeah. That's cool. All right. This is a place in your dresser where you keep your prizes. Wow. Uh, reward drawer. Whoa, you're <laughs> like a yeah. savant. Okay, two more. These are the dumb ones. Oh, good. Save, okay. save the best for last. <laughs> save the dumbest for last. All right. Steals poop. <laughs> Steals. 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 Poo. Poop. Right. Uh, I know, I'm just going through yeah, all I'm synonyms going, for yeah, poop yeah, and, like, and working them backwards. Yeah, I would say go with synonyms with steal. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh my god, we're all gonna feel so dumb. What yeah, is it? what is it? Oh. oh, no, it. Oh, yeah, okay, alright. Steals poop. Loots stool. Oh, yeah. oh okay, okay. Loots. Nice. Okay. Loots. Loots. Nice. Alright, last one. What you might have when your privates get electrocuted. <laughs> um, Each word is four letters. Each word is four letters. What you might have when your privates. Get electrocuted. For men only. Oh. oh, for men only. Oh, good, good. Plural. Burn nerds. Oh. <laughs> no, no, nerds. Burn nerds. Nerds. I was imagining the bee bathroom. <laughs> Nerb burn. <laughs> oh, nerub. Burn nerub. Singed dingus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's not even. That's, yeah. Oh, it was so Oh, you're, yeah, you're. <laughs> uh, your balls get electrocuted. What uh-huh. do you, what yeah, do you get? The hot oh. ball. <laughs> Burn. Stun nuts. Stun nuts. Oh, nice. Right. Stun nuts. Oh, terrible. Stun nuts. That's terrible. Stun nuts. <laughs> There, why not, why not a, like, there's a lot of ball like, talk yeah. this episode. Why not like an almond and a cashew get <laughs> yeah. tasered? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be faster. Oh, okay. Yeah. But why would I want to tase almonds and cashews? Maybe. Yeah, that's just absurd, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, God. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you're a police officer in Kenya. Oh, my hot balls. I like singed dangerous. I wish it worked. <laughs> I was going to be super excited if that was it. Yeah. If that was really it. Yeah. Oh, God. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Nice. So we've yeah. matured a lot over 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes, yeah, I think. It's yeah. one thing that's We've moved clear. on from poo yeah. to balls. That's the new theme. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts is just a funny word. It, it's stun, it is. Uh-huh. stun nuts. Stun nuts. <laughs> All right, we actually get this question a lot from a lot of listeners, but uh, George and John asked us on Facebook, what are your favorite podcasters other than yourselves? Or what other podcasts oh. do you listen to? I love uh, 99% Invisible. Oh, that's so you. Such a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it that is. is a- and what that one is about is sort of it's like a, a an approach to the designed world. It's, you know, that good design is 99% invisible. So they tell a lot of stories of how things are designed, why they are mm-hmm. the way they are. There was a great one on slot machines that I listened oh! to not too long before our trip yeah. to Las Vegas. It could be about anything. It's just how they're presented. And it's mm-hmm. they're really short, little bite-sized, but it's... It, 
always fascinates me. I actually don't listen to that many podcasts because I spend most of the time editing ours. The other one podcast that I actually do listen to a lot, surprisingly, is the Jillian Michaels podcast. Jillian mm. Michaels is not a, really surprising. Oh, you also, either you're running or oh, you're yeah, editing she, our podcast. She's yeah. like a she's a fitness uh, trainer. She yeah. was probably most known for Biggest Loser. She's one of the trainers. Mm. And what I like about her show is it's so positive. There's facts and there's stuff about being healthy, but also that I feel like it's it's tough love, but it's also really positive. And I think that's something that I really like for us to also have that message of positivity. Mm. I like listening to um, NPR's Planet Money, which is yeah. um, which is really, it's just like basically like stories, like news stories reported from an economic angle, but like just sort of like, you know, interesting or, um, or unique stories about, I mean, it's like, I can kind of guess the ending usually most of the time because basically it's like people respond to economic incentives, the podcast. So like they're just, it's like, then they raise the price and you'll never guess what happened. It's like they sold fewer of them. They sold fewer of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just a lot of different spins on like how that plays itself out. Really well reported, really entertaining. The t-shirt cool. one is very cool. The t-shirt one where they, they, they make a t-shirt, but like they, from they, cotton, from scratch. Yeah. And they show you, like, what does it take to make a t-shirt? I listen to a ton of podcasts. I'm a huge podcast fan. I love um, Stuff You Missed in History Class. The old ones I listen to over and over again, just because I like the stories that they're telling. Um, Podcastle is really good. Fantasy, short stories, and Escape Pod. Um, I think, Dana, I think yeah. Dana listens to the most. She's yeah. a podcast maker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, Nerdist Writers Panel is really good. Mm-hmm. They have writers from different TV shows and movies and comic books talking about their creative process. And it's really uh, inspiring and, and fun to hear about how other people solve creative challenges. Wait, Chris, you listen to the Ice Tea Podcast. We have listened to a few episodes of the Ice yeah. Tea podcast. Yes, it's just Ice Tea talking about a variety of different things in popular okay. culture Great. with his own inimitable uh, spin and uh, and take on it. It's it's very funny because he has no filter. He really doesn't care what anyone thinks of what of what he He's thinks. Ice yeah. Tea. He's Ice yeah. Tea. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's it's pretty great. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, good job, Brain. Uh, my name is Calvin. I'm a neuroscience grad student at the University of Puerto Rico. And we have a couple of land members that listen to the show. And one of our favorite segments was the coconut crab segment. You specifically told us not to Google coconut crab, and we did. And we had nightmares for days. It was. We didn't talk about it anymore. Anyways, we salute you for all your good trivia and all your fun times. Thank you. 
Hello, you excellent ensemble of eccentric oddballs with impeccable IQs. I'm Gabriel, a mini Chris, you could call me, an intense nerd, um, age 11, from the Illinois, and I have two favorite moments, which are a quiz I would really like a sequel of, um, the job occupation superhero quiz from All Quiz Bonanza number 6, and the Trafagus joke from Season Scenics. Um, on to 200! Bye! This is Greg calling in from Fukui, Japan. Good Job Brain is supported in part by Audible Language, a provider of thousands of morphemes and phonemes across all types of meaningful utterances, including exclamations, declarations, and prepositions, and by Square Numbers, providing everything you need to create an exceptional quadratic equation. To find out more, visit your local library. Hope that works! Hey, Good Job Brain! It's uh, Scott from New Jersey here. I love the show. I listen when I drive. I listen when I'm at work. I'm actually in traffic right now, so I'm listening to your show, but I wanted to take a break to tell you guys congratulations on 100 episodes and keep making more. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. We talk about movies a lot. Mm-hmm. We've True. Talked, True. We've talked, yes. yes. We've talked about a lot of animated movies, but what we have never done, I don't think, is talk about semi-animated movies, oh. as in oh. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, okay. as in movies that mix animation okay. with real live Class of films. the Titans. That was my costume for my last uh, marathon. Well, what, which one? I was Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. For the half marathon. Thanks. So Roger Rabbit does not appear in this quiz. Oh, all right. It's just merely the example. <laughs> so I will describe... The semi-animated film, and you will tell me the name of the title. Okay. So these are all movies I can think that of like mix two. animation with. Yeah. Now, of course, these days a lot of movies mix animation with live action because CG effects are used, right. you know, where you would least expect them. Um, but these are mostly ones that use like you know cartoon characters, it. where it's yeah. Okay. Got great. It. <clears throat> Here we go. A boy named Milo discovers a parallel universe, visiting places like the Mountain of Ignorance and Digitopolis. <laughs> Colin. Uh, that is the Phantom Tollbooth? The Phantom Tollbooth, yeah. yes. Love that, that movie. That was a good book. Love that. And the book, the book of course, too. The book was really good, yeah. This Disney semi-animated musical features songs including The Life I Lead and Sister Suffragette. Aww, Karen. Yeah. Mary Poppins! Mary Poppins, as well as many other songs. Animated parts with the penguins. With the the penguins. Supercalifragilistic part. That's right. That have you seen it? Hated. Have you seen Michelle it recently? Hated. Yeah, she well, hated it. Have you seen it the, recently? The, the movie? Marathons? I have. Yeah. It's funny. You can see like a green shadow on everything during those scenes. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially screen. if you're watching it on like a really good, you know, yeah. version of it. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In this 1964 film, Don Knotts plays a oh. bookkeeper who turns into a talking fish. <laughs> Dana. What? Oh, what's it called? It's, uh, <laughs> um, Mr. Mr. No. Colin. That is, uh, the incredible Mr. Mr. Limpet. The Mr. incredible Limpet. Yes. Mr. Limpet. Yes. Mr. Limpet. All right. I used to love that. All right. A comic book artist is transported into a sexy cartoon world of his own invention. Uh, Karen? Cool World. Cool yeah. World. Yeah! Yes. With, a uh, Brendan Bra- Fraser? No, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Was in it. Yeah. This live-action stop-motion animated film starred Susan Sarandon as Miss Spider and Richard Dreyfuss as Centipede. 
Oh. Karen. James and the Giant Peach. James and the yeah. Giant Peach. Oh, that is yes. live action. Live action stop, stop yeah, motion. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Renee Russo and Jason Alexander played antagonists Natasha Fatal and Boris Badenov uh. in this 2000 film. Uh, Colin. I believe that was Rocky and Bullwinkle. The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Wow. Yes. I forgot okay. that happened. It was forgettable. <laughs> Maurice LaMarche. Yes. Well known as the voice of the brain in Pinky and the Brain, as well as other cartoons. Futuram. Served as the stunt belcher for Will Ferrell in this 2003 box office smash. Was that Elf? Elf. Oh. Yes. Oh. Um, at the, when, when Will Ferrell uh, drinks a two liter of Coca-Cola and uh, delivers a 12 second long burp, <laughs> that is a real burp. Really burped wow. by Maurice LaMarche. For 12 minutes? For 12 seconds. <laughs> that's, still, that's still a really long yeah. time. Wow. Burp wise, if you wow. count it out. That's some control. Yeah. Some yeah. control over his the instrument. Stunt belcher. Yeah. Stunt belcher. Uh, finally, while many of the Harry Potter films used, you know, CG animation for a variety of effects, this was the only Harry Potter film, uh, in which, uh, a, a stylized cartoon, fully animated sequence was inserted into the, the middle of the film. Oh. Be specific. Karen? Mm-hmm. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Part One! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes! Cool shadow. One. Yeah, yes, the the one. tale of the three brothers was told in animation. That was yep. cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right, great job. You guys did a a fully great job on that semi animated mm. quiz. Oh. <laughs> cool. I was looking for a Clash of the Titans and Monkey Bone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Monkey, Monkey Bone. Bone. That's yeah. the Brendan Fraser one. That's the Brendan Fraser yeah. one. With the cartoon. Yeah. Fraser. Fraser. Oh, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Not is it Brandon Fraser? Yeah, he Fraser. gets really mad when people say Fraser. Is it well, it's because everyone says Fraser. Everyone. <laughs> right, right, right. Every single person. Yeah. I actually don't know how mad you can't he change gets, your yeah. name. One of my favorite parts of our all quiz shows are the music segments. Yeah. So the music s- segments you create. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm a little jealous because I don't get to participate. Actually, what, what do you think is more fun? Making a music quiz and planning it out or answering a music quiz? I like making the music quiz. Me too. It, I it's like fun putting them together, especially if there's a theme. Yeah, I love yeah. putting the theme. And there together. is a theme today. Right. Uh, so that's the, yeah, that's what drives me is trying to get them all to fit the theme. Cool. So I'll be playing for you guys, uh, short segments, uh, several tracks here and keep in mind, there is a overall connection among the songs. So you may want to keep track as we go. So all I need from you guys on these is the artist, okay. the artist. Uh, and if you want to throw in the name of the song and show off, you are uh, more than mm. welcome to do so. Okay. Here we go. First track. Please tell me this musical artist. Yeah. Amy, Amy Grant. Grant. That is baby baby. baby baby by Amy Grant. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Next okay. track. Again, just need the artist. Okay. Who's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks? You damn right. Oh, 
again, everybody. Uh, Isaac Hayes. Yes. Shaft. Of course, the theme from Shaft, yes. Mm-hmm. Got the theme. Oh, I got Karen the thinks she's got yeah. it. Chris it's, thinks she's um, got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, baby falls down the shaft. <laughs> yeah. and it's, so it's, yeah. It's a story. It'll be, yeah. It's a story. It'll be yeah. Jessica Simpson next. <laughs> All right. And it'll be. Maybe Jessica. <laughs> Let, let's see how it plays out. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and that, then that old trope, baby, falling down. <laughs> right, chef, right, right, right. You know, yeah. the, the hard part was cutting down the list of songs. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Just too many. Yep. Here we go. Next track. Somebody named Wells. <laughs> Karen, who was singing along the entire time. Bonnie Taylor? So close. Chris. Bonnie Taylor Thomas. uh, Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. Tyler. Yes. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Here we go. Moving right along. I think Karen still feels pretty confident. All right. We'll see. Here we go. Next track. Next track. Tell me, who is this artist? Karen. George Harrison. That is George Harrison. Oh, okay, good. That was a, that was a, I know the theme I'm guessing. George Harrison, Not indeed. My sweet lord. Mm-hmm. All right, next track up. Here we go. Name this artist. Dana Bush. That is the oh. band Bush. <laughs> glycerine. Glycerine, yeah, indeed. Glycerine. All right, last one. So if you haven't uh, sussed out the theme yet, this is your final shot. Here we go. Give me this artist. <laughs> Bow Wow song? <laughs> Dana. This is George Clinton. That is George I was, Clinton. I was invited to dance on stage with him to this song. Really? Yeah. Oh. And he was going to try to catch me in his robe. Was a- <laughs> Did it happen? There, no, thankfully. No, because she's no. still here. Yeah. yeah. There were... <laughs> Luckily, the stage was full of people, so we just got to dance on stage instead. Yeah. <laughs> Not get hurt. Not get caught in a big... George Clinton's classic Atomic Dog, often sampled... I had Never no imitated. idea that was another song. <laughs> yeah. And that was Lil Bow Wow. Yeah, I think like between... Or sorry, Bow Wow now. He's I think between really. George Clinton and James Brown account for about 90% of all samples. Yeah. Okay, so 
who thinks they've got the theme? I, got I think I've got the theme. Yeah. All right, Karen, <laughs> confidently, why don't you go ahead and let us know? It is U.S. President Names. That is correct. Yeah! U.S. President Names. Would you care to go well, down the list here? So we've got... Amy Grant. Yes. Ulysses S. Grant. Isaac Hayes. Rutherford, yeah. Rutherford. B. Hayes. Oh, I thought it was Rutherford. 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 Rutherford, yeah. Rutherford. And don't forget the B. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. Uh-huh. Zachary. Zachary. No, it's Zachary Taylor again. Taylor. Still on Taylor. <laughs> but at least the, the mistake is consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is it William Tyler? We're looking for John oh, Tyler. John Tyler. John Tyler. Uh, George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Yes. William and Henry Harrison. You've got a couple choices there. Yeah, William Henry or Benjamin, Benjamin. Harrison. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, Bush. Bush. Can't think of it. <laughs> Again, George, George, George H.W. H-W and George, George W. Right. Yeah. Take right. your pick. George yeah. and then Hillary Clinton. And then finally... <laughs> William Jefferson Clinton. Sorry, Chelsea. Yes. All right, good job. You guys were on that, I think, right from the get-go. Yeah. Good job. Still, I know how to fun. go in your mind. <laughs> get I'm out like, of my head. I'm like Magneto, yeah. yeah. A little disappointed it's not Baby and Shaft, but... <laughs> <laughs> good job, guys. I did enjoy putting that music round together. Uh, well done. Awesome. Yay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen... A dual limerick intermission with Squarespace. There once was a website from GeoCity. Upon it, the internet did take pity. It moved to a new place and settled in Squarespace. Now all its users are happy and giddy. There once was a person, that's you, who desired a site slick and new. Free seven-day trial to find the right style to make a website that's not poo. Thank you. Thank you. And we're back. Today is our 100th episode slash two-year anniversary slash all-quiz bonanza. I'll go next, and I have a special challenge Let's uh, first hear this special message from our fan, Alicia. Hey guys, I'm Alicia and I'm from Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I love your podcast. It's amazing. It's so funny and it's, I always listen to it before I go to bed. It's so hilarious, guys. Um, happy 100th episode and keep it up. Yeah, hope you enjoy my little quiz that I made about New Zealand as well. Thank you guys for being awesome. A lot of people noticed, um, they say that your website lists one of Dana's specialties as New Zealand. Mm. What is her New Zealand connection? Well, I lived in New Zealand um, when I was in college. I studied abroad in New Zealand for a year, and I loved it. It was a super fun time. So I went back a couple years later, and I stayed there for another good bit of time. I love New Zealand. I was thinking about living there at some mm. point. Yeah, Land of hobbits. Land of hobbits. Land of sheep. Beautiful. Mm. Land of pleasantness, I would say. Yeah. Everybody's very pleasant. So here yeah. I have, uh, inspired by some of our New Zealand listeners, uh-huh. I have a New Zealand challenge quiz. Whoa, whoa. How this is going to work is it's going to be Chris and Colin versus Dana oh, okay. right. oh, to no. see who whose New Zealand uh, knowledge. So what, can we collaborate? Yes, collaborate, and Dana's on her own. Okay, okay. great. Well, let's yeah. see. I've, they've entered the mainstream. You guys probably know as much as I do. We'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll see. We'll see. So we're going to have Dana write down uh, her answer, and then Colin and Chris will talk it out. All right. 
Let's start off with this one. What is the name of the native people of New Zealand? All right. Okay, I mean, that's the I, Maori, right? Isn't The that, native people of New Zealand? I believe that's the, the predominant group of people. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Dana, answer is up. Maori. Yep, yep. correct. All right. What is the capital city of New Zealand? Oh, geez. Um, okay. I... Is, is this is it, uh, Auckland? Is it? I think it's Wellington? I don't know. Mm. Um, I always heard Auckland, but I could be wrong. I think it's one of those where the capital is the lesser known. I think it's Wellington. Uh, I don't know. Okay, all right, okay. Final answer? Um, I'll defer to Colin. He knew about Maori. Wellington? Sure. Wellington? And the question Dana. Wellington. All right. Wellington. Yeah. Okay, good. Job. All right. My, I know my I know my limits. <laughs> All right. How many stars are on the New Zealand flag? Correction: stars of the same shape. Oh, like I mean, you can say like the Union Jack is on the flag, but that doesn't count as a star. Someone oh, can say, okay. "Oh, that's kind of like a star." Oh, oh okay. God, sorry. Okay. Well, they're one of the countries that has the Southern Cross, right, on the flag. If I'm not, mm. how many stars? I. You're really outside my area of I don't expertise know. here. I know. Yeah. A handful? (laughs) (laughs) A fair few? Several? Five? Several? Five? I don't know. Okay, sure. Five? So that was my guess. The Southern Cross plus one, and I was like, are there four plus one? Something like that. What is it? Four. Four. Four stars. Four red stars. Hmm. Maybe Australia is the one with the extra star. Ooh. You were closest. You were closest with the four plus one theory. That's right. There was a slight difference between those two flags. I'm trying to remember. Yep. Here's a food-related one. Uh, the dish pavlova, whose origin has become a topic of argument among Australians and New Zealanders. Uh, what is pavlova? Huh. It is food okay. that people argue about? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the origin. Oh, yes. Whether so, like, who came up with it? Yeah. Oh. Jeez. I, pavlova. I don't, this does not sound familiar to me at all. I don't know. Do they have it in Taco Bell? Is no. It, is it like it is Vegemite? a dessert. Is it, oh, it's a dessert? Oh, okay. Mm. So it's not... It, mm. It's a. Is it? Is what they call a shamrock shake? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a shamrock yeah. shake. It's, no one knows. All right, no Dana. <laughs> so I've always seen it as a cake, but I, I know that sometimes it's described as a pie. It's big. It's a big old dessert thing. Mm-hmm. A pavlova yeah. is a... Heap of meringue, yeah, cake, mm-hmm. and then uh, they put fruit all yeah. over it. Oh, it's delicious! Oh, I've okay. had it before. It's oh. super good. Hmm. Um, it's chewy. It's chewy on the inside, crunchy on the outside. Big cake pie meringue yeah. with a name like Pavlova. Yeah. It's bound to make you salivate. Sure. <laughs> oh no no no! Very good. Pavlova. Thanks. Thanks. All right. How many hours does it take by plane nonstop <laughs> to get from Auckland, New Zealand? To New York City, New York. Oh, oh, wow. Closest. Oh, closest wins. Biplane. Okay, so nonstop. Yeah. But it's it's southern hemisphere to northern hemisphere. Yeah. So I mean, it's a long way. You can't you can't 13? skip it. Is that? I mean, could you? Can you go? Um, you can't even. There's nothing you can do. You just gotta pretty much go there. Um, no, it's not. It can't be thirteen. I mean, it might be 13, but that sounds too short. Okay. I'm going to go with, I'm going to say 21 hours. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll defer to Chris. He does a lot more international flying than I do. Dana? Guessing like 19, maybe? Correct I mean, answer 
is 21. Wow. Nice. On the nose. That's brutal. That's just a debilitatingly long. That's like when you need those, the first class one where it's like just a bed. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep on the bed. All right. This bird is the New Zealand national icon. (laughs) (laughs) The kiwi bird? I believe it's the kiwi. How about that? Correct. It is the kiwi. And this Uh is why New Zealanders are called kiwis. Not because of the fruit. No. Because of the bird. Because of the bird. They call it kiwi fruit, too. And uh, the kiwi bird lays the largest egg in relation to their body size of any species of bird Hmm. in the world. Hmm. They're like like a chicken size. But their (laughs) egg is like six times the size of a chicken's egg. <laughs> they don't even lay it. The bird just explodes. Yeah. And then only the egg is like, yeah. just gets bigger it's and bigger phoenix. and bigger. Yeah. yeah, the kiwi is actually a phoenix. <laughs> and uh, so I went to this, the National Zoo Smithsonian a kiwi resource website. And for a while they had a cam, like a baby kiwi bird cam. Uh-huh. And people can watch the cam. You know, God bless the, the, the museum <laughs> zoo people. They will answer all all questions you have about the kiwi bird and they list them and some of these questions are so funny i don't know if it's sincere or of a joke but like these scientists are answering them in a really really scientific uh-huh, way in a sincere so, way so here's an example someone said do kiwis eat kiwi fruit <laughs> and uh-huh. then the scientists wrote back do they the fruit kiwi is native to China and yeah. not a native fruit to New Zealand. Aww. I yeah. suppose if someone offered it to a bird, it might be eaten, but I don't know anyone who offers that fruit to kiwis in collection. Yeah. That would be the what? first thing I would try. Yeah. Offer yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To, like, or you make like a like right. a turducken, but it's like a kiwi inside of a kiwi. Yeah, kiwi wee. You make it sit in there, but they're Kiwi wee. Yeah. They're going extinct. Are they? Yeah. 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 Okay, then so please don't, don't please don't hurt please, it. Don't, if what? you're about to in, eat a kiwi. In that case, yeah. please do not eat the kiwi. Please release it back into the wild. I was like, oh, someone asked the question I want to ask. Can you feed a kiwi <laughs> a kiwi and see if you'll eat it? Yeah. Alright, uh, on to our next New Zealand question. This special effects company is named after native New Zealand insects that look like prehistoric crickets. Alright. The New Zealand effects special so, effect. I mean, is it Weta? Is it? Weta? Is it was, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Thing? It was Weta. I didn't know that. I thought that was like a, an acronym or something. Oh, maybe that's not it. Well, I have no other. Uh, <laughs> I have no other guess. Dana, I guess Weta. I mean, that's yeah. the special effects company. It is Weta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Weta are mm-hmm. insects that oh, really? native to New Zealand, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of grossed me out because I had to double check this, and there were a lot of pictures of these bugs. They look like crickets, but like in a weird, like as if they're prehistoric crickets kind of way. There's even a gigantic type of Weta. Oh my God. Gross. (laughs) That's good. I always thought it stood for something. Hmm. Nope. All right. Last question. Last Kiwi question. Who is the first Academy Award or Oscar winner from New Zealand? I was going to say, is it uh, Brett uh, McKenzie for the songwriting? Oh, geez. No, no, no. First Academy. First Academy Award winner. Uh, I know that Keisha Girl was nominated, but... Keisha, Keisha Castle, he, I mean, I, yeah. I thought she, but she didn't win. New Zealand, yeah. and she did win, and it would yeah. it would have been before Brett McKenzie. Is she from she New Zealand? Did. I don't think she I is. I think Peter Jackson she won. Is? Oh, Peter Jackson? Yeah. I think she's from New Zealand. It is Anna Paquin. Oh, snap. Oh, she right. is. Okay, so there is a little asterisk. She was born in Manitoba, Canada, uh-huh. but she moved back. So okay. she was born there, but then she moved back to New Zealand. Right. Does she have an accent now? No. I don't know. She doesn't. Good question. I've never heard of Suki Stackhouse. And of course, the most recent New Zealand win is Brett McKenzie 
for the Muppets, mm-hmm. ah. for the Muppets music. All right. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's our New Zealand showdown. Good job, everybody. All right. Hey. I think we all tied. Together, Chris and I know as much about New Zealand as Dana <laughs> yeah. does. Uh, yep. Yeah. We put our brains together. Hello, good job, Brain. This is Aiden and Jamie Osorio, and we love your podcast. We love talking about all we have learned. It's our own special thing. Good job, Brain has piqued Aiden's interest in trivia so much that she is participating in the Academic Decathlon next year. Our only complaint is that it's on just once a week. Your 100th episode is special for another reason. March 4th is Aiden's birthday, so happy birthday, Aiden, and congratulations. Good job, Brain. You make the world a smarter place. Hi, Mason here from Enid, Oklahoma. I just wanted to say thank you guys. Uh, Dana, Colin, Chris, and Karen, you guys are all awesome. Uh, I'm a huge pub trivia guy, uh, trivia in general, but every single week to a local bar here. And uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. I look forward to it every week. Uh, and I look forward to listening to you guys' podcast as well. So uh, you guys rock. I hope that you keep it up, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, know that we all out here appreciate you very much. Thanks. Hi, I'm Brian from Massachusetts, and I'm 11 years old. I love your show. I never miss an episode, and I can't wait till I'm old enough to play pub trivia, too. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. And we got one last quiz segment. Dana? All right, well, I'll close it out for you guys with the wonderful world of coins. Oh, <laughs> lots of lots of currency and uh, yeah, great. In the news lately, Mount Gox yep. is a huge Bitcoin exchange in Tokyo. Um, it recently shut its doors. It's under investigation because a lot of money was tied up there. So Bitcoin is one of the currencies that emerged from the web. Mount Gox is a place where kind of stored this imaginary money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess all money is imaginary. Let's not get too existential. Right, right, Whatever. Right. It's stored people's yeah. holdings it was an exchange. In, in something yeah. that, yeah. An exchange. Everything is only as valuable as two people agree it is, right? Right. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So, where did the name Mount Gox come from? Wow. 
Magic the, the Gathering, Gathering Online Exchange. Yes, <laughs> it was an exchange for Ma- Magic the Gathering that's cards. Right. Yeah. That's yep. how it started. And they realized, wow. hey, we're dealing in one speculative form of value. Why that's not right. another? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't Mount that Gox. Uh, so funny? Yeah. All right. Sounds so legit. Right. It also makes more sense if you think about because that's their URL. You also, know? It's I, like bet, short. You, I yeah. bet you a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars, but Neither I, bet do they. You, I bet you that's going to come up in like this week's trivia. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What does it stand for? So recently, an adult actress said that she would agree to be paid in another meme themed internet currency. What is what is the name of the currency? Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Dog Dogecoin. Is it Doge? I, I always say Doge. Doge. I think other people say Doge. I've heard Doge. Both. Doge is a meme so, with a, with Shiba, a Shiba, Shiba Inu, Inu. Yeah. Shiba Inu. who's looking like really shifty eyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could use the Bernoulli trial to prove what about a coin, or prove what with a coin. Purity of its of its contents, right? Like the uh-huh. what metal it's made of. No. Oh. oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Who's got Leo? Proof like what fancy. about a coin? The Bernoulli principle. Um, Bernoulli principle. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, that's how airplanes fly. Yeah, it has something to do with yeah. So Bernoulli Bernoulli trial is a kind of a concept from mathematics and statistics and probability, and it has to do with oh. Oh. yeah, <laughs> okay. heads or tails. So, yeah, heads or tails. So if a fair, if a coin is fair, it's, it's defined. Weighted. The probability of heads is fifty percent. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Lofts, an American candy company, was the first to create what coin-related confection? Uh, the, the uh, Chris. Gold-covered chocolate coins? What's the name? Oh. Oh. I mean, I know them as, like, Gelt. From, Gelt. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yes. From Hanukkah, right? Yep. Yeah, Hanukkah Gelt. Who was the first and only president to have his portrait appear on a coin minted while he was still in office? Still alive, but also still in office. Still in office. So it has yeah. to be way back because I mean they changed those laws. Yeah, because I thought you you can't be alive to you have your cannot, face on a Yeah, co- today point. you can't. So, hmm. George Washington. Yeah, no. I'll do, no. he he actually declined. They asked him, and he oh, said, he said no. no. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson? No. Hmm. It was Calvin Coolidge. Oh, oh on? He was on a, a commemorative sesquicentennial of America independence uh, half dollar with George Washington. And he it was, was legal tender. It was legal tender. Huh. He okay. was still in office at the time. Huh. And he was sure. he was just as charismatic on the coin as right. he was in real life. I know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he is that being sarcastic? Is he not? He was not. Silent really. oh, silent yeah. cow. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah. The U.S. Mint estimates that the average life expectancy of a circulating coin oh. is what? Is it five years, ten years, thirty years, or fifty years? Uh, Chris. Fifty years. I'll say thirty. It is thirty years. Uh. And paper money usually lasts about 18 months. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. What are people doing with their paper money? Using Don't worry it. about it. <laughs> 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 What's the name for those who study or collect coins? A specific term. Oh, Colin. Numismatists. Numismatists. Numismatics. The people. Yes. Oh, numismatics? Yeah. Oh, no, that's the, that's the study of it. No. Yeah. Oh, a numismatist. 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 Yes. I spent like 10 minutes practicing that word. I wrote up a <laughs> numismatist. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's a stamp collecting? Philatelist. Philatelist. Yeah. Philatelist. Philanderer. <laughs> And then matchbook is voluminist. Voluminist. He's so proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes, how he yeah. figured it out. Voluminist. <laughs> yeah, it's Philatelist. Good. 
What slang for American currency was thought to come from early U.S. frontier days when the height of a large animal was a common currency? Was Chris. Buck. buck. Yes, yeah. a buck. When people used hides as currency. Oh. Yeah. That's not a coin thing, There's but I like contention. it. There's yeah. some contention as to where that comes from, but yeah. yeah. That's why I said was thought was to. Was thought to. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Well couched. Thank you. Here's kind of a tricky question. So I'll, I'll ask the question and then I'll give you a little more so you don't, you're not like, that's a mean, stupid trick. All right. Okay. All right. I just want you to think well of me. Yeah, I want you guys over. to like me at the end of this quiz. All right. The Wright brothers flipped a coin to see who would get to be the first to use the flyer. Which brother won the coin flip? And then here's kind of a little more information. So this is actually the brother who is running alongside the plane in photos. And I'll tell you why that worked out that way. Who won the coin flip? Orville. No. Well, it's Wilbur. Wilbur. (laughs) Yeah, Wilbur won. He was going to be the one in the flyer, but he stalled out in a sandbank on the day that he won. And so since he got to do it yesterday, like the day that they do it, it's Orville's (laughs) turn. And now it works. So Orville. (laughs) Brothers. I know. Orville, flip a coin, but you get to do it today. (laughs) You get to do it tomorrow. Who crashed into the sandbank? I think it was you. I called all-time pilot. You don't have it. What feature on silver coins was meant to discourage coin clipping? Oh, uh, they say that's the ridges along the edge, I believe. Yeah, do you know another word for it? Oh, is it uh, milling? What is no. it called? Uh, They're the reeds. Reeds. The reeds on the side huh, of the yep. coin. Like so, that we have on the edge of a quarter. On the, yeah, and they, they do it because um, people... When the coins were really silver, yeah. you could just kind of like shave, shave the edges of it, off. and you don't know that it's any different. Yeah. You can't tell. Yeah. So if there's no ridges, that means someone has tried shaving has a head. Shaved yeah. Coin. So they like put reeds on it. How many reeds are on a quarter? Oh. According to the U.S. Mint, they standardized it. So a hmm. hundred. Oh, it's got to be no, more no than more. Two fifty. Do you have a guess? I'm not gonna. Five hundred. Yeah, price is right. I can't do it. Oh, price is right. Yeah. Okay. Two. Uh, one dollar. <laughs> one. One. The closest was Karen's original guess. Oh. Yeah. Was 119. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. it's a, a weird 119. number. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Very good. Oh. Wow, guys! I mean, I I can't believe we've done 100 episodes. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like we just mm-hmm. started yesterday yep. you know mm-hmm. but we finally i mean i think our work here is finally done by by having changed the course of the year 2014 we've made the future safe oh. for trivia so this is our last episode it is yeah <laughs> and i mean now we can get into our time machine and return back to our own time um oh yeah where do we put the time machine our t- oh you mean our uh, fancy and ridiculous time interloper system the fartus yes the fartus uh, i hid it under there uh, underwear. You said underwear. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, 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 right there. Like, under the big cloth that says, not a time machine, do not look under. Oh, yeah, under there. Okay. Um, hold on. Wait, uh, wait, Karen, there's nothing under here. What? The time machine is gone. Wait a minute. What is this? This is, uh, it appears to be some kind of obscure antique recording device. Uh, that's an eight track. Oh. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's play it here. Let's see what's on this thing. Greetings, you gangrenous gaggle of grotesque gabbers. It is me, your old nemesis, Carmen San Mateo. That's right, I broke out of trivia jail. Escape 
was not so trivial. I crawled through a river of poop. At least I hope it was poop. As you have no doubt surmised, I have stolen your precious time machine. I've handed it over to one of my agents, international cat burglar and supermodel, Haida Clue. We're doing some research for our next big heist, which will start any minute now as soon as this guy stops talking. Bell in battle should be performed at the public expense and in the most honorable manner. Their bones were carefully gathered up from the funeral pyre, where their bodies were consumed and brought home to the city. There, for three days Hey, buddy! Wrap it up already! Ah! Where's Keyboard Cat when you need No! Our old nemesis Carmen San Mateo! We, guys, we, we've got to get our time machine back. Well, we got to figure out where she is first. Oh, actually, more importantly, when she is. Yes. When the heck is Carmen San Mateo? Well, let's see. Um, I don't know. Somebody was giving a speech, so maybe we can use that speech somehow to figure out what time and... Uh, but wait a second. Even if we knew that, how are we going to get there? Oh, well, it would be the emergency backup time machine. Oh. oh yeah, 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 yeah. The other part is. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to say I told you yeah. so, but you guys all laughed at me when I suggested using some of the Kickstarter funds for an emergency backup time machine. It was it yeah. was an upsell for sure, but. But who's laughing now? You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad cooler heads prevailed. All right. Well, listeners, we need your help. We need to find out what time Carmen San Mateo has traveled to and we're going to go there with our backup time machine. You can go to goodjobbrain.com and you'll see our little orange phone booth time machine, <laughs> the Fartis. The Fartis. And you can enter in the code from the instructions there. And hopefully we can track down Hide a Clue. Hide a Clue. Hide a Clue. Hide a Clue. <laughs> Not related to any supermodel no. you may no. have heard of. And get back the real Fartis. Yeah. Now you might say, why do you need two time machines? Don't worry about it. Yeah. The important thing yeah. is it cannot be in the hands of our lifelong nemesis, Carmen San Mateo. All right. Help us track her down. And that is our show. Thank you all for a hundred awesome episodes for two years of nerdiness. Mm-hmm. What else? Man, I can't believe it's been a yeah. hundred years. Child, yeah. Did I say hundred years? That's, I what, that's what I thought you were going to say. But you did say episodes. I was like, a yeah. hundred years. Episodes. Yeah. No, it's really, it's great yeah. that this is all happening uh, now when we went and had a fan meetup. And, you know, we've been just getting a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, just really positive messages from everybody. And uh, it's it's just great. It's two years and it's bigger than ever. And uh, and it's, it's really becoming a, a really fun part of our lives. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. You can, of course, find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Squarespace, at squarespace.com, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Hello, this is the Mooney family from Georgia. We enjoy listening to your show every weekend as we go shopping and trying to answer all of your little brain-busting quizzes. But more importantly right now, we have a fourth member of the family who'd really like to meet a member of your cast, so I'm going to put her on now. Hello. I am a voice introduction computer interface, but my friends call me Vicky. I love your show, Good Job Brain, and was wondering if there was an opening for a program familiar with introduction protocols. If not, could I at least have Elvis's phone number? He sounds hot. Thank you.
Hey guys, uh, name's Steve. I'm a history teacher from Bartlesville, Oklahoma. And uh, what I love about Good Job Brain is that uh, oftentimes the little facts I hear, uh, little bits of trivia, often make their way into my lectures as little attention getters. So uh, love what you guys do. Uh, keep up the good work, and uh, take care. Hey, Good Job Brain. My name is Josh. I'm from Indiana, and I just wanted to wish you a happy. 100th episode. I love you guys, and I wanted to tell you a short story about how you guys have helped my friend cope with the loss of her mother. I was asked to go deep in Indiana and help her retrieve her mother's things after she passed. She was very depressed, and I thought, why not listen to Good Job Brain on the way there and the way back? And ever since, she has basically been hooked your fabulous podcast and she actually says that has been one of the main factors that has helped her cope with the loss of her mother so you guys have done a lot more than you even realize so once again happy 100 and i look forward to 200 300 400 and 500 and many more this is gretchen in hawaii and i want to say happy 100 episodes to you Love to talk about ick and poo. Happy 100 episodes. Good job, brain. Chris, Colin, Karen, and Dana. And many, many more. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.